0: Hey, and welcome to room C125, uh, recorded in room C125 at Maple Avenue Middle School. We're an ELA classroom and we are podcasting. Today's episode is about poetry. And welcome to Room C125, the podcast we record in Room C125 at Maple Avenue Middle School. And today we have Macy and Julia here. And what poem did you bring? And uh, who's the author?
1: Um, Our poem is called Halloween by Joel Benton.
0: Okay. So I'm going to read just a little bit of it. I hope I can pronounce all of the words because I'm already seeing words I've never seen before. (laughs) Interesting. So... Pixie, Cobalt, Elf, and Sprite all on their rounds tonight. In the wan moon, silver ray, thrives their helter-skelter play. All right. Uh, so that's for the listener at home. If you're Googling this poem, that's those are the first four lines of it. Probably pretty easy to find. So the first question... And I'm glad it's the first question. What words were confusing? Because I'm just skimming this and I'm seeing a whole bunch.
2: Um, there was a lot that were confusing, but two of them were Helter Skelter, which means like disorder and confusion. And then Hobgoblin, which is Ooh. like a mythical creature that's like a mischievous impurps, sprite.
0: Oh, okay. There's also a song called Helter Skelter by the Beatles,
2: <laughs> um,
1: if
0: you've ever heard that, and also remade by a lot of people. Um and hobgoblin, I'm surprised, is a word we don't see very often. Uh, what about... So did you look up other ones as um, I'm skimming? Yeah, swimming? we
2: have the... I'm not sure how to pronounce some of these okay. words, that's honest, Okay, that's okay. A kobold, which is cobbled kobold. Yeah, I
0: think it's kobold. Kobold. What well, came up when you looked um, that up? It's
2: like a spirit that haunts old haunted houses and lives in caves or mines. So Why don't
0: we use that word? That's a great word. We've got to bring it back. Um, and what about, I want to know what ruddy, did you look up ruddy, R-U-D-D-Y? Um,
2: we did not. Oh,
0: okay. I, I think I've, I've definitely seen that word, but I don't understand it in this, by the ruddy fireplace. Hmm, maybe we figured we could it meant
2: like the fireplace, just like the ashes of it or something, oh, but okay. we might have interpreted it wrong. Okay.
0: All right. So what, now we're going to talk about some literary terms that you found in the poem. Um, what did you find that was notable?
1: So we did not find any similes in the poem, hmm. but we found one metaphor.
0: Oh, really? Tell is, me about um, it.
1: They present to credulous eyes. Okay. Was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. So, well, one, did you have to look up credulous?
1: Um, yes, we did. It What's means that? having or showing too great a readiness to believe something.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So who's the they? In the, they present to credulous eyes. Let's see. I got to kind of go up a little bit. Maybe like, oh, maybe the yeah, all of the things in the first line: pixie, kobold, elf, and sprite. So they present. So they could they go in front of credulous eyes. Present. Um, So why is that a metaphor? What do you think? Like, what what makes it a metaphor? Um. A metaphor is a comparison, right? So you're saying something is something else.
1: I think I don't really know why we chose it. Okay, I can't remember right
0: now. I'm not sure that that is to tell you yeah, the truth. Yeah, I was
1: looking at it before, and I was like, I didn't know if it actually was.
0: Okay, that's okay. Um, poetry is sometimes it's really hard to find the literary meaning and all of these literary terms. It's a, and this is a particularly interesting one because it's it seems like it jumps around, but it also looks like it tells a little story too. Yeah. Any other literary terms, notable literary terms, uh, you we think?
1: We also had imagery.
0: Definitely. And
1: there we just put down apple skins and chestnuts, too.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of lines are imagery. Yeah. Anything else? Uh,
1: there was some consonants.
0: Mm, so consonants, let's tell the listeners, repeated consonant sounds... At the ends of words, authors use consonants for rhythm. They use consonants to make it fun to say or hear. So, what? Where'd you find that? Uh,
1: in the wan moon, silver ray thrives their helter skelter skelter play.
0: Okay, so yeah, there's a lot of R's playing around in there, and the Y's in those two lines. So definitely consonants. Um, this seems like it needs a rhythm too, like. <laughs> they present to credulous eyes, strange hobgoblin mysteries. Like there, there's some beats to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's, uh, the imagery really comes through too. Cabbage stumps, <laughs> straws yeah. wet with dew. That's a lot of imagery right there. Yeah. Apple skins and chestnuts too. Really good. So, what do you think the author's trying to tell us about, though? Like, what – I mean, obviously, you could say Halloween. Yeah. But what is there – what other things are happening in um, here? So
2: there was – the beginning of World War One was when this was written. So yeah. we were kind of thinking that it was him, like, reminiscing about when he was a kid and he would go out for Halloween because he doesn't know what the future is going to look like.
0: hmm Oh, okay. Um, and the last two lines, which, if you didn't get to the bottom yet, are pretty telling, too – were we once more but 16, precious would be Halloween. Mm-hmm. So basically he is – that's where he's thinking yeah. back, right? He's like, oh, if I was only – which is funny because 16 seems old, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, you, did you guys trick-or-treat this year? Yeah. And how old are you? 13.
2: Yeah.
0: And do you feel like at 16 you will?
1: Probably not. Probably not. I think maybe next year would probably be the last Maybe year.
0: the last year, yeah. 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 I know where my house is, I had some older kids trick-or-treating, but it was just – candy grab. They weren't even, like, dressed up or anything. (laughs) So usually when you're 16, you're usually at a Halloween party or you're, like, answering the door at your house. You know, you're kind of doing Halloween in a different way. So that's interesting. But that might just be because of the time period. Back then, maybe it was – a they did it a little longer. Yeah. Um, So he's telling us. He's looking back. And you kind of also merge that what's going on in, in the world that maybe sparked him to write that. Any other thing you want to mention that was going on or about him? Well, I Anything think that was the that?
2: big event that yeah. was happening.
0: Pretty big yeah. event. Yeah. And what did, when you, why did you choose this? Like, let's, I'm going to go off, off the script here. Okay. Why, when you looked through poems on poetry.org or poet.org, and what made you stop at this one? Was it the first one? Was it the fifth one? What do you think?
2: Um, wow. We looked through some few topics, but um, when we chose this poem, it was, like, September-ish, so we were really in the Halloween spirit, and I, Halloween's, like, my second favorite holiday, so I love anything Halloween, and I think it was just all the words that he used and, like, the imagery. We kind of just really liked it. Oh,
0: as you know, listeners, we've had announcements that we do have announcements after school, so someone has to call the main office, but it's not us. Um, so yeah. So holiday time. Now we're well past Halloween because by the time we got to record this podcast, so that might've been, yeah, that's one of the reasons why you stopped on it. How did it make you, this is a different question. I know it's going to feel the same, but how did, how did it make you feel? What emotion did you feel when you read it?
1: Um, I think it made us feel like kind of excited to like be in the Halloween spirit and like
2: Put up decorations. Okay. And, like, go trick or treating. Okay. Festive, candy.
0: right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same.
2: Yeah, very like a fallish feel when you read it got me excited for.
0: Totally. And, and this really even opens it up a little more. There's almost like mystical stuff going yeah. on in yeah. this poem, which is great. Like, you know, shows what wonders come to pass, doors they move and gates they hide, mischief on a moonbeam rides, right? So this is, this is a lot, this is like magical and it's like, I don't know, there's like, Halloween is, there's always opportunity. There's opportunity for like creepiness and being scared, but also getting candy and like having fun with your friends. So this seems like it mentions a lot of things. Yeah,
2: when we read this, I don't know about Macy, but I kind of thought that he wasn't really describing as much kids dressed up as this, but like right. the actual, yeah, like monsters actual monsters. Oh, and right. Yeah.
0: That, I'm seeing that totally. I mean, it, I don't think he mentions really kids at all. Yeah, he's, he's kind just of just talking about
2: like the creepy aspects of Halloween right. And like monsters. this, yeah. this
0: is what comes out that night, yeah. you know? And then that's what we're trying to do on Halloween. We're trying to recreate that. So although I think if we actually saw a Sprite or an elf, I think we'd be freaked out. That wasn't like a three-year-old dressed up like that. But uh, this is a really fun poem. I'm glad you brought it. You did a great job, ladies. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to C125. And um, all right. Have a great day.